Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Future Forward Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and today I'm joined by our wonderful guest, Pamela Heath. And today, what a conversation we have in store for you. We're going to talk about how to say yes to life and take a step towards a thriving business. Now, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Pam. She is a certified life coach and business strategist. She works with women entrepreneurs who hire her to expand their business and get more clients and make more money than they ever have. Pam helps them build and brand themselves and leverage their unique brand to attract their ideal clients. And she also helps them eliminate their limiting beliefs, which are the obstacles to their growth and success. Pam is the yes coach and she teaches her clients to say yes to life. Pam, I am so thrilled to have you here today. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. I can't wait to to play with you in the in the field of the Lord. All right. Well, here we are and for those of you who are joining us for the very first time, you know, I don't want you to miss a single episode. So take this moment right now to subscribe to Future Forward Sales wherever you get your podcasts. And we're, you know, hey, while you're there, we would so much appreciate it if you would give us a five-star review. Thank you, thank you. All right, so Pam, let's get right into this. So I gave a brief intro. So I think our audience is gonna wanna know more about who you are and what you do. Well, I call myself the Yes Coach because I'm one of life's little happy campers. I'm very positive and I'm kind of contagious when I come around, people get positive around me. And I've been like that all my life. I'm that way by nature. And I've made a, a living out of teaching people to generate it by design. So, you know, I'm, I have a zero to hero story. I actually had a great deal of success at one point in my life. I was married, living in the house of my dreams, driving the car of my dreams with a, you know, a man I was married to for 26 years, and I also had a boyfriend on the side, so I was living life large. And then the unthinkable happened. Um, it was a tragedy that I'd not been prepared for, and it blindsided me. My oldest child, my beloved daughter, committed suicide. And when that happened, it began a spiral of, of downhill negative energy, and my happiness and my glory and my, my being somebody who always generated positivity was not to be found. And um, because I was not being someone who can be counted on at work, I was like a zombie. I wouldn't even show up most of the time. My job that I had had for 17 years let me go. And when they let me go, I couldn't pay my mortgage. So I lost the house to foreclosure. I lost the house and then my car was repossessed. My husband of 26 years died suddenly of complications from undiagnosed diabetes, and I found myself alone on the streets, and I was homeless. I ended up living in my son's minivan because I didn't even have a car to live in. And in that moment, when I found myself on the streets homeless, I wanted to give up. I didn't want to go on. To me, it just seemed like the rug had been pulled under from under me, something I had done or some way I had created a context where I could no longer be happy and I could no longer have possessions. So I thought to myself that I just wanted to go wherever it is my daughter went. And I really believed that for months. I just lived on the streets until one day something happened 
And I'll tell you what happened because it's really amazing. But what happened was someone attacked me. There was a man who was watching me and I could feel that someone was watching me and I'd come out and look around, but from whatever vantage point that he was observing my every move, I couldn't see him. But for two or three days, I knew I was being watched. And then one morning, I didn't expect it, but he made his move and he came creeping up behind me, but I sensed there was someone behind me and he put his arms on me violently and he grabbed me and turned me around. And the moment he did, there were two things I realized and I was crystal clear in that moment with that attacker that I wanted to live. And when I realized that, I flew into action like a Tasmanian devil. I struck and shook and screamed and kicked and pushed. And out of startlement, he fell to the ground. And while he was down there, I jumped in my car, locked the doors, and he ultimately could not get in and he ran away. And right after he ran away, I recognized the second thing that altered and transformed my life. Not only was I crystal clear, that I wanted to live, but I was crystal clear, I didn't wanna live like this. And so from that moment, I began to create my new life. I reinvented myself and I said, well, I need a job and I was in my mid fifties. So walking into any place at that point was not gonna be an easy thing for me to get a job. So I said to myself, I need to create a job for myself where I'm the boss. So I created a coaching company and I started reaching out to people that I knew and letting them know that I was a coach. And did they have any need for coaching in their business? And one of my friends said, yes. So I came into his company, started coaching his team. They became more productive and I called my coaching, you guessed it, yes, coaching. And he told his friend and his friend hired me and she told her friend, and her friend hired me, and client by client, step by step, dollar by dollar, I became a six-figure coaching company. And the very first eight months of, of my company, the people I was coaching had no idea that they were being coached by a woman who was living in her car. And I went on to get a two-bedroom condo in the valley. I'm living life large again. And the thing that I got really clear about is that I had a blueprint for success. So in 2020, I wrote a best-selling book on Amazon, became a bestseller in the United States and Canada. And that book is called Say Yes, Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dreams. And that's my zero to hero story. Essentially, I have the blueprint to happiness. And I know exactly what needs to be done to take yourself from virtually nothing to success, wildly effective coaching, and the power in the face of any circumstance. I dare you to match mine. You can do it if I could, anybody can. And that's pretty much the Yes Coaches story. Wow. Oh my goodness. Wow, that was that was a roller coaster and the end on this incredible high note. Um, thank you so much, Pam. I, I wow, I'm I'm inspired just from listening to it. And yet we've known each other for months now. <laughs> We're getting ready for this this major event at the end of the month, and I had not heard your 
zero to hero story uh, or heroin, right? So, um, you know, when you're working with your coaches and, and they're just tapping into that, that saying yes, what's the biggest challenge that they face? So the biggest challenge that I interact with with my clients is fear. They deal with their own insecurities about their ability to coach another human being. I work mostly with entrepreneurs who are either coaches or their service providers. They provide a service that they generate from their skill set. I I very rarely in my career, though I've had a few of entrepreneurs who sell a product like a widget or this or that, I usually deal with people who have a certain skill set that they promote or market it has very much to do with their ability to provide something for another human being. Inside of that, you're dealing with the imposter syndrome, you're dealing with their own concerns about their value or their worth and how much they should charge. And the thing that I bring to the party is I bring clarity. One of the yeah. things that I found, because it happened to me twice, I built this six-figure business and then COVID hit and all of my clients went away because they're all self-employed and they're all in trouble. And COVID hit like a two ten ton brick and everybody had to revamp and reinvent and pivot to something else. And I had to pivot. I had one client that stayed with me and together she and I struggled to make ends meet while we figured out what we we're going to do next. And what I ended up doing next, is I turned to virtual. I now hold virtual events and I do the same thing that I did when I reinvented myself to create myself as a coach. I created myself as a speaker. So now I speak virtually on digital stages and I'm back in business again. And I'm making more money than I did when I was live. It's amazing because the blueprint, I just prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that it works. So I teach my clients to let go of their insecurities and their limiting beliefs and create the context for their career and their business inside of design versus just being a leaf in the wind and knowing where they go by default. Yeah. Well, I think you it's just incredible. And the answer that you, you really covered a lot of ground there and answered my curiosity uh, and hopefully our listeners as well, because one of the things that you really touched on is why this is more urgent than ever at this point, um, especially when it comes to facing our own insecurities, those fears and how they're, they can be rooted so deep and why it's so crucial to actually recognize them and move forward. And of course, many individuals suffer some form of imposter syndrome, whether it's full, 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 I should say full blown, there I got it out, full blown, or it's just, uh, you know, uh, whatever form it manifests itself in. So that is also wonderful. I mean, to get that under management and control and be able to move past it is so incredible. So let's talk a little bit about the challenges um, that you're, we've talked about here, the insecurities, the fear, self-limiting beliefs, imposter syndrome, and how does this challenge or these challenges cost your clients their ultimate goal? Well, the, the it gets in the way because one of the first things you'll realize is that your confidence in your skills, it was powered to your clients to believe in you and trust themselves. So by being powerful and being bold, you're giving them permission to do the same. So if you're second guessing yourself, they'll second guess themselves. So it's kind of like fake it till you make it. I don't like to use that phrase because it lands like inauthentic, but right. the reality is 
it's kind of like, um, I, you know, when my son, my son is 33, he has a nine-year-old daughter of his own. When he was six years old, we had an earthquake here in Los Angeles. And I happened to be working graveyard shift at a law firm at that time. And I often would bring him with me. And they were aware that I would bring my son. I didn't have to hire a babysitter because he would sleep from graveyard shift. He was asleep. Well, when the earthquake hit, at that age, he didn't know what it was. And yeah. so when the building started to shake and I was working in Century City, which was built after the large earthquake on ball, ball bearings. So the building swayed because they, they determined yeah. that if they could build a building that would give like that, it wouldn't fall apart. So we were like on the Buccaneer ride at Magic Mountain, it was just swaying back and forth, really. I mean, it was insane. And my son turned to look at me and stared at me like, should I be scared? And I remember that feeling that I got to show him how to react to this, you know, because this is not, he doesn't know what this is and he doesn't know, are we having yeah. fun or is this deadly or yeah. should I be crying now or what? So in that moment, I recognize that anything I do, he's going to decide about how to feel about this. So I pretended it was all a game. Oh, yay. This is the day they're going to play this game with us. So let's go over here to the door. We, we're going to stand in the door. And everything I did with him, I pretended it was a game. And he was like, oh, okay. And that's how his, his relationship to that earthquake was to this day. And when people are scared of earthquakes, it's like, but isn't it fun? Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. Like, you know, I taught him that it's, it's all a big game. So yeah. the same thing for you. If you're with your clients and you're being insecure and they're picking up on that, they'll be insecure. And you yeah. want to you want to be bold, you want to be confident, and you want to be clear that you have what it takes for them to take themselves to the next level. And if you yeah. do that, they will do what you ask. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm a real believer in that practice. You know, it's not that practice makes perfect because perfection is overrated. But when you practice, you become more self-assured and more confident. And, you know, there's the first time for everything. Uh, and sometimes the first time is a little cringeworthy, but you just you stay at it and you will you'll get better. Just like we do the analogy of when you learn to ride a bike. You know, we all had the skin knees or in my case, the skin chin. <laughs> But you kept getting back up on that bike and soon you're going all over the neighborhood. Um, exactly. And I love that story. I love that story and how you, uh, because that's so true. It's not just how you impacted and influenced your son so for his perspective and that, that he could feel, you know, safe uh, and, and also confident and everything was going to be okay. And then doing that for your clients. I mean, that sounds like a hidden success factor that you deliver. Um, do you want to expand on that? Well, I've always been, like I said, I've always been yes. So what I teach my clients is to say yes. And people are not even aware how many times they say no. You know, it's kind of like going into a restaurant and the waiter comes over with the menu and says, what would you like? And you look up at the waiter and say, don't serve me pancakes. And by the way, I don't like eggs either. So please don't serve me eggs. And I don't want any bacon. That that's You're laughing because it's absurd, right? And yet how many times do you hear people talking about what they don't want? Like yeah. anybody cares about that. That's the last thing you want walking out of your mouth, what you don't want. You lead with what you want and you speak it as though it's a done deal. And then you stand in the, the actions that it takes to get there. 
if you focus on that, you will produce every time. It's like the law of attraction on steroids. Yes. Well, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. And, you know, um, just from my background, I will say uh, this sounds really a weird tangent, but um, <laughs> that, that master's in military history comes in handy every so often is that it's really like when you have that positivity, like you believe that you're going to uh, carry the day. Um, uh, you on, it, honestly, it just it's it's just your whole way that you do things is so much more powerful. So um, yeah. that was a weird, a very weird segue. Sorry about that. Um, and you know, I don't think but... so. I think it connected the dots. In my, in my opinion, <laughs> the way that you do things has everything to do with the results. If you come at things from yes, the results will be yes. Yeah. If you come at things from no, then the results will be no. That's just how life works. Yeah. No, I absolutely believe in the power of positivity and making sure that we frame our day that way. Uh, that's why every day when I get up, the first thing I say is there are so many things I get to do today. And I do that all oh, the time when great. I start to feel overwhelmed or like there's so many things I have to do or that my list is so long. I immediately correct myself because there's negative Nellies in your head and those negative thoughts are predominant. And I consciously, you know, attack my unconscious to say, ah, no, I get to do this. This is, this is my privilege and my honor that I get to do this. This is my choice. I have the power to choose. And it reframes and re-energizes everything when you do that. So, I mean, that's the trick that I use. Um, but it is very important to recognize that because I think that's a factor that is a typically a blind spot about how many negative thoughts that we have and how many things can really be run by our the fears that we may not have even recognized that are inside of us um what do you think about that Pam? and how do you well, I think that, help that, people? that's brilliant that you do that because it's one of the things that i encourage my clients to do i call it yes energy what you describe because we can't help it as human beings we're designed with a yin and a yang so no matter how much you try to live inside the positive side, negative thoughts will pop up, but you're not stuck with them. So when you have a thought and you do this thing, no, I get to, you're doing exactly what I teach my clients to do. I call it countermanding the negative energy with positive energy because you can't stop. You're in a car and you're driving on your own business. Somebody cuts you off, right? And for some of us, the first thing that comes to your mind is, you know, you, you <laughs> want to like, you want to go get him, like, go speak me, sir, and go after him, right? Because you're mad. It's like, why you do me like that? I want my own business. And it just comes, you can't help it. But then you get that that's negative energy, that that's anger, that's upset, sometimes hate, you know, and it's like, counterint that with something positive. Well, at least I'm alive, no accident, bye-bye. If you do that, you, you can disperse the negative energy because what I teach my clients and what you demonstrated and what you just said is that it helps you to ground yourself inside the positive energy, like what I call the energy resonance. It's kind of like that, that comedy film where they bring down the cone of silence and then <laughs> supposedly only the two people 
are talking and they can, but everybody can hear it. That's the, the energy resonance that when you're with other people, it's like that cone of silence. Even though it's just the two of you, everybody's aware of it. You know, and there's some people that can actually see the energy between you and another human being. So you know yeah. how it is when you meet someone and they just rub you the wrong way. That's just their energy not resonating with yours. You can you can disperse that energy and not let it impact your day by just whoosh, doing yeah. and saying like you said, you know, hey, you know, this is all good. Everybody, the world needs all kind of people to to roll. I'm good. I'm good. Whatever you need to do to counteract and dispel that negative energy, that action propels you towards your dreams because you are focused and you have clarity about what you want and none of that can get in the way if you don't let it. See, I'm a Buddhist, I practice Buddhism and there's a Buddhist concept called the monkey mind, which I also teach my clients. Buddhism says that your mind is like a hundred monkeys drunk, <laughs> bouncing around inside that little skull. Just yeah. <laughs> And that, you can't live your life inside of the decisions they make. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. It sounds like my day. <laughs> All day long. So you got to like create a context where you are generating past the monkey mind. The monkey mind is almost like insane. It tells you, oh, no, you'll never get there. Why are you even bothering? And that's one of the drunk monkeys. Tell them to, you know, you know, go go home and sleep it off while you generate what you want. And that's it's it does take something because sometimes your monkey mind sounds logical. It sounds, yeah. you know, like there it's the truth. But if it's not inside what you're committed to, it's just a drunk monkey having a ball messing with your mind. Leave it alone. Yeah. Leave it wow. alone. I tell people your mind is a dangerous neighborhood to go in by yourself. <laughs> you need a bodyguard. I so don't go in there alone. So, you know, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's and I'm glad you brought that up because it's one of the things I, I teach people who are dealing with limiting beliefs and their own self-sabotage is I teach them to circumvent those negative thoughts with positive reinforcement. It, you can't help it. There's nobody on the planet Earth. I don't care, Mother Teresa. I don't care that doesn't have negative thoughts. Yeah. They come up. It's yeah, part it's of a, the yin yang of life. Yeah, it's part of us, of our makeup. I mean, think about yeah. it back in the, when we were in the caves and sticks and stones. And I, although these days, sometimes you think some people have gone back there. But anyway, yeah, um, you, you said literally, you know, it's like there were so many things that could kill you, whether it was a saber tooth tiger or, yeah. you know, somebody who wanted that rock you had. <laughs> so yes, exactly. um, that negative thoughts are actually a, form of survival and that's why they're Absolutely. so predominant and um but i i you know and that's why i've i do label them negative nelly and negative ned depend you know on wherever you want to associate that but it's that opportunity to really look at them because sometimes is it is this my survival instinct is this for a reason you know or is this just that you know that 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 the the naysayer that i need to mm -hmm. um you know, uh, address with either to your point that yes, you know, and and uh, potentially the intentional gratitude. I love that analogy that you did that, oh, well, you know, I'm grateful that the person who cut me off didn't hit my car, that there was no accident. I'm grateful. <laughs> like looking for the appreciation because I, I say that gratitude um, attracts miracles. 
when you demonstrate to the universe that you're grateful for, for the gifts, it gives you more, wouldn't you? You give somebody a gift and they're like, oh, thank you. You'd be like, oh, I like giving this person gifts. Let me give them some more. So, you know, that that whole concept of, of counteracting negative energy with appreciation and gratitude will buy you pretty much anything you want. So that's what I teach my business clients. And mostly because a lot of times, you know, they say that behind every powerful man is a powerful woman because <laughs> women are influencers. They're influencers. Yeah. They, you know, the, how they go is how the household goes, yeah. you know? So if they wake up in a bad mood and start barking at everybody that people from their household go to their respective locations in that same frame of mind, because the woman is the one that sources and empowers and disempowers. And many times they don't even understand that they're in their business disempowering themselves. Yeah. So that's one of the things that I teach them is how to focus, have clarity, have goals and take it on. And then when they're clear, the universe is clear what they want and delivers it. Yeah. So if you could give, you know, our listeners one essential action that they could take right now or today, this afternoon, this evening, whenever they're listening to this first thing in the morning with their coffee um, to overcome this, this negativity or the, you know, what, what we've been talking about and say, yes, what would you ask them to do? I'd say that start every morning in a quiet space and think, you know, whatever you consider to be your higher power, whether it's God, whether it's the universe, whether it's Buddha, just thank them and express gratitude for what you have and then make a very definitive list of what you want. And I teach my clients say this out loud, what I want is, and then fill in the blame and do that every day and then call me up when you see the incredible shift in your life, because it will happen. I give you my word. Prove me wrong. Do that every day for 30 days. Just wake up, express appreciation and gratitude for what you have, and then say, what I want is, and a list of everything you want over the next 30 days. And then come back and share with me what happened. And I promise you, you'll be astonished at what you manifested when you take that on. That's wonderful, Pam. Thank you so much. What a perfect, perfect way to close. And I want to thank you so much for sharing how to say yes to life and take a step towards a thriving business. And I know that our audience is going to want to know more about you and where they can find you. Well, they can go to my website, um, my website is yescoachforyou.com. So that's yes coach, which is what I am, the number four and the letter u.com. Yescoachforyou.com. When you go to my website, there's a free ebook called Transform Your Money Mindset, which you can download and read. And then you'll find out some other tips and hints I have to how to manage your money from a positive mindset versus, you know, paycheck to paycheck, which I invite you to take on as well. Just go to my website, yescoachforyou.com. And on my social media, I'm Pam Heath, the Yes Coach, on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. I'm Pam Heath, the Yes Coach. It is trademark. Nobody else can call themselves the Yes Coach. When you Google the Yes Coach, it's me. 
All right. That's wonderful. And we'll be sure to include all those links down below so that you're one click away. And I want to thank everyone who tuned in today. Um, this has been an incredible episode. And for you who are listening, if you have any ideas that you'd like to share, you can leave us a comment down below. We do love hearing your thoughts. And if you have a question or would like to suggest a topic for discussion, you can email us at jointheconversation at petitetoqueen.com. And of course, to stay current on all of our insightful advice, our breakthrough advantages, and incredible episodes like the one with Pam today, you can sign up for our weekly Wisdoms newsletter at petitetoqueen.com. And I want to thank everyone who tuned in. And if you want to get more of Pam, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, she and I are both going to be speakers at the Women's Prosperity Alliance Summit that's coming up at the end of March 2022 and it is going to be an incredible event I hope you can join us um, but depending like I said when you tune in and listen to this if not you can find us where you find uh, wherever you like to roam on your social uh, and your let your fingers do the walking in Google so Pam thank you again so much for being on the show this has just been tremendous Awesome. It was entirely my pleasure. I'd love to come back another time. Okay. Let's do that for sure.